The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. You're tuned in to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O here on WTBR FM 89.7 Pittsfield Community Radio, all about the H2O with a special guest that we'll talk to you about right after this little toony. And just get ready for the agua. In the abundance of water, the food. Thirsty. Super psyched to be with you today because what we got going is a really awesome show that brings together water and democracy and a whole unifying effect happening in Lee, Massachusetts. And we're going to have Joshua Bloom talking about that a little later in the show. Super psyched to have that. Uh, we love H2O, and the first tune on today is really how a lot of people feel. And this is uh, Santa Monica by Everclear. Welcome to And So It Flows. I'm your Super Waterman ambassador for H2O. Still living with your ghost Lonely and dreaming of the West Coast I don't want to be your downtime I don't want to be your stupid game With my big black boots and an old suitcase I do believe I'll find myself a new place I don't Hungry and hollow for all the things you took away I don't 
Sometimes you know What else can we do when we're feeling low? So take a deep breath and let it go You shouldn't be drowning on your own And if you feel you're sinking I will jump right over into cold, cold water for you Listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Super happy to be with you in the water. Splashing around with Cold Water, Major Laser, and Justin Bieber from their Cold Water album. And before that, we had Santa Monica on the pier there, watching the world go up from their Sparkle and Fade. Uh, that was Everclear Santa Monica. Santa Monica is really cool. It's one of the most coolest cities in America. And uh, right next to Venice Beach. And a shout out to all my Venice Beach friends out there. Uh, especially some super cool street artists and bodybuilders who are really cool out there. So uh, shout out to my Venice Beach and Santa Monica friends. 
We got some uh, really cool H2O guest today. He's going to be coming on in about, let's say about 20 minutes or so. His name is Joshua Bloom, and he has been uh, spearheading or participating in a whole new political dynamic uh, over in Lee around water, and uh, that's called democracy grassroots of the best kind, where people unify, coming together along many different points of view, and it's... uh, Kind of exciting to see right here in our home turf of uh, this area. It's nice to uh, see that happen. And uh, Josh will be here in the second half of the show sharing his experience, some of his experiences. Uh, We got some news coming your way. I think there's something going on in... uh, Let's see if we can actually get this. Up. There's some news coming out of Concord. Uh, something about the landmark ban on bottled water. Plastic pollution remains a scourge. This is from the Boston Globe. And let's see if there's a paywall up. Hopefully there's not. And we can actually get this one. Give me a second there. Oh no, there's a paywall up. Like, you're not... Let's see. Oh, we can close it. There's no paywall yet. Okay, we gotta love it. A decade after Concord's landmark ban on bottled water, plastic pollution remains a scourge. No kidding. What's this? They're popping up all these windows all the time on the Boston Globe. Easy, guys, in the Boston Globe. Okay, Concord. On a spring night in 2012, Jane Rothrock stood up sharply divided town meeting and vowed that if her neighbors joined her in approving the nation's first municipal ban on the sale of single-use plastic water bottles, their vote would send a stark image to the world. She and other environmental advocates hoped would spur other towns and states, ultimately nations, to issue similar bans, perhaps ultimately mounting enough pressure on the powerful bottling water industry to force change. Well, how's that going? It's not, uh, it's actually more scourgy than ever, all these plastic water bottles. I was having that conversation at home with a friend of mine, and uh, all these plastic bottles, amazing amounts. We can actually, you know, maybe find a way to make them out of something that maybe disintegrates and turns into soil. I think we have that technology. It is possible in this currently, you know, steampunk future world that we live in. It is. Uh, We could use corn. We could use hemp. Imagine that, hemp. Make plastic from hemp. That would be kind of cool. Kind of cool. Anyway, that's what could be happening. Uh, we got some more stuff coming your way, but first... A really cool youth quote, and this is from uh, ubutheater.org. Uh, this is from Rajiv from the Housatonic River Project. And thanks, Rajiv, for this contribution of your verse. It goes like this The river is one of the most beautiful things that is in Pittsfield. We should all love it and make sure that it is cleaned up from here on. 
we should all make sure that we try and get in touch with your inner wilderness and it is going to be peaceful. Thank you, Rajiv, from the Housatonic River Project. That's a really cool quote. And that's from the ubutheater.org website. So thanks, UBU, for putting that out and making that happen. Uh, what else is coming up? We've got a little bit more water music coming your way. And this is going to be from the one and only Linda Ronstadt.
everybody waves Church doors are the only things open on Sundays Word travels fast Wheels turn slow Yeah, working hard and living right Is the only life we know Friday night football is king Sweet tea goes good with anything If fireflies come out when the sun goes down Nobody eats till you say amen And everybody knows your mom and them You can see who loves who for miles around In a water tower town Well, your friend's a friend In your words, your word And our pickup trucks, they ain't for looks They're made for work Corn goes high Time stays low There's little towns everywhere Where everybody knows Friday night football is king Sweet tea goes good with anything And the girls come out When the sun goes down Nobody eats till you say amen And everybody knows your mom and them You can see who loves who For miles around In a water tower town With anything, peace and quiet makes such a beautiful sound. Nobody eats till you say amen, and everybody knows your mom and them. You can see who loves who from miles around in a water tower town. In a water tower town. Surfing now, everybody's learning how come on a safari. 
You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O here at 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. It's 2.22 here on a Tuesday, and this show is on every Tuesday at 2 p.m., so twos are very important in the world of water, something that you ought to know. And uh, we're going to have Josh Bloom up on the... uh, air coming up really soon we'll be having an interaction regarding how democracy flourishes when water is on the table and under the table and under our feet and in a river and in a boat in a plane you know that whole thing dr seuss is gonna help because we're bringing water consciousness just like dr seuss did to the minds of young people everywhere. So hats off to Dr. Seuss. We're going to have another tune coming your way. Let's see. We just had the Beach Boys with Surf and Safari. And before that, we had Water Tower Town. Uh, We got to love Water Tower Town because it exists right outside of Pittsfield. We got a whole bunch of Water Tower Towns. Worthington, Hinsdale. You know, some really cool little spots along the way. You gotta love our Berkshire County. It's all about the water. And then in the meantime, we got some uh, Natasha Benningfield coming right up with Unwritten. So it's a shout out to Natasha. Pens in my hand 
Natasha Benningfield. That was. We had a little breakdown here with our. I think we're having an issue here with our tech. Uh, so I'm going to be right here seeing if we could fix this in the live category. So uh, stay on tune. Listen to a little bit of background waves. It's all good. Life happens and it keeps on going. So we're going to see what we can do around that. Could it be? Who knows? Are we here? We are here. Okay. Okay, we are going to do this. Something is happening when the waves come. And this is all good because in the world of life, things happen. And our response to those things makes a lot of difference in how we respond. So I want to make sure that we're responding in a way that really provides people access to the water consciousness that we are so speaking to. Things like, can we, can we interact with the things that happen in life in a way that provides us some peace in the meantime? And I'm thinking yes. And we were doing Natasha Benningfield, but you know, Natasha, maybe there was a reason. So we're gonna go right here and uh, pick it back up with this really great tune from Snowhouse, a local band that was doing this thing back in the 2010s. This tune called Pusatonic. Sat down on the patio to have a smoke. I didn't expect it to go, it go, but it goes. And I know, yeah, I know that it goes. I am a sinner, you are an adequate inner. Moving down the river. We can do that is still get home you alone Grab yourself phone call me up We can nap and tell you we can do that is still I know Down the river 
That was uh, Housatonic from Snowhouse. Had a sudden stop right there. We gotta love sudden stops in music. It's just like that was a group called Snowhouse, and Snowhouse is a local group. I don't think they're putting out stuff right now, and the stuff that we're out to have a conversation about is H2O, and they put out a really cool tune in the mid-2000s, uh, 2010-ish, that called uh, Snowhouse was the band, and it was called Housatonic, and we're having kind of a conversation regarding Housatonic, and uh, super psyched to have with us uh, Joshua Bloom. Josh, are you here? Are you with us? You are here. Thanks for being with us. We got, uh, we're here with And So It Flows, the only show for H2O, Joshua Bloom. Our water-loving listeners are, are, are really living to hear what you have to say about what you have to say today. And it's, uh, I want to thank you for coming on the show. A little bit about Josh. Uh, Josh, why don't you say a little bit about yourself? Uh, you know, I don't want to over overindulge in thinking that I know who you are. <laughs> um, I am a resident of Lee, Massachusetts, uh, where we have been uh, fighting uh, the EPA and General Electric uh, plans to put a toxic PCB dump in our town for the last few years. Um, by background, I am a uh, human rights and peace building professional um, and I do work currently for uh, as a consultant for a range of progressive uh, nonprofits and I also am a travel planner for a multiple narrative tour company called Mejdi Tours that specializes in dual narrative tours to conflict affected areas such as Israel Palestine where it offers the opportunity to travel with both perspectives of the groups that are in conflict Wow, that's pretty pretty intense, and I know water's part of that conversation as well, and uh, just thanks Thank for doing that. Uh, one of the things I wanted to find out from you, since you're on the ground there in Lee, Massachusetts, what have you seen? I mean, you, you've worked in multiple areas, you know, travel, yes, yeah. uh, kind of a social enterprise-y kind of travel, uh, yeah. out to cause some kind of shift for folks. Uh, another thing I, I was wondering, you know, in your world of of Lee, tell us a little bit about that story uh, that you shared with me yesterday about how you become more active there. It was something like you were like a yeah. write, write-in candidate. What was that, what was that all about? So I moved to Lee uh, with my family a little over eight years ago, um, and. Uh, prior to moving to Lee, I actually had been coming up uh, with my wife, on, uh, who was interning in the Berkshires for her job, uh, on weekends and summers, and we were actually staying with uh, the former uh, uh, town administrator, um, town manager of Lee, uh, Bob Nathan, uh, and his family for that time. So I got to know a little bit, quite a bit about uh, Lee and politics and how the town worked in that town in that time, uh, 
But in those eight years that I've lived here, um, it wasn't until uh, talk about the uh, PCB dump that were that that GE wanted to build in our town. Um, that was when I got involved in local politics and, and local activism. You mean you didn't uh, think that was a good idea? You like you just thought something was off there? No. Well, what's up? Of course not. So <laughs> three, uh, so three years ago, uh, no, not three years. Uh, in 2021, uh, my next door neighbors uh, approached me and said, "Hey, uh, we voted early, um, and we noticed that our that." There is an empty seat for a town rep uh, for our neighborhood. And since it was an empty spot, we wrote in your name. And How exciting. My wife thought that was a, a, and my wife thought that was a great idea, too. And so she wrote my name in. And I was like, okay, if the three of them are going to do it, I'll do it, too. Um, and my neighbors really wanted me to represent the anti-dump position, like many other people in our town. Uh, but that's what they charged me with, and I, I won my position with a with a whopping four votes. Um, and uh, wow, I that's a an upsurge. That's cool. <laughs> but um, in the first town meeting that I went to, one there was a lot of uh, a lot of activism around the plans for the dump and citizen initiatives to stop those plans. What we were facing was a select board that had representatives meet privately with uh, the rest of the river uh, committee and strike a backroom deal uh, without involving or, or notifying our town residents that no one in our town seemed to want. Oops. Uh, and so as part of my activism, we I worked with other town people to make sure that uh, those who were responsible for signing onto the agreement to allow GE to put a dump in our town would be voted out of office. Uh, since uh, the signing of that deal, all three of the select board members that were involved are no longer in office. Uh, two were voted out, one decided to retire. Was that uh, a retirement uh, with a... a like a repension or was that a retirement because there was no path forward? Um, I don't think there, I, you know, it's my opinion that he would have lost anyway, given, uh, given the sentiment in the town. Um, and we also worked and I helped make sure that the, that it to do away with the position that I had been voted into. So I, we made sure that, uh, that all, all citizens, all Residents of Lee could vote on at town meeting rather than just a select few town reps uh, that the town of Lee had been grandfathered into that uh, to allow that. But any town under 5,000 people should have been excluded from that. So that was my big onset into the politics of Lee. Soon after, during that summer of 2001, uh, one of the former select board members, um, Tom Whitham, uh, went before the planning board of late and complained about anti-dump signs that were put up on uh, around town, but specifically on, he complained about uh, utility poles. Uh, the select the the planning board 
then refer them to the the building uh, the building inspector, uh, who was also the zoning enforcement officer, um, and the, the building uh, inspector acted illegally and went around town violating the town bylaws and the First Amendment uh, without due process and not following the process that the town laws require and removed dozens and dozens of signs um, without following the, the rules for how those signs would be removed. Wow. That caused huge uproar mm-hmm. in the summer. Um, we brought, I brought in the ACLU to that conversation. I reached out to the... the, the the Attorney General's office um, and had them involved. Soon thereafter, the the, the building inspector, zoning enforcement officer, um, left her position, as did the uh, town uh, chief administrative officer, who was her supervisor, um, who provided her cover for um, her illegal activities. Yeah, um, it's, it's kind of interesting. I want to just interrupt. For just our, our listeners, briefly, we're, we're interviewing uh, Joshua Bloom, who is active in Lee uh, right now in the whole uh, pro, pro, can we get this stuff out of here? Uh, that stuff is PCBs. And uh, really excited to have that uh, conversation. One quick question for you, um, yeah, for our listeners, is: Did you have you seen any kind of like a breakthrough in people working across all kinds of political viewpoint lines in this in this uh, fight? I mean, absolutely. This is not an issue that is Republican or Democrat. This is not an. Uh, this is uh, an issue that affects everybody in Lee, and whether or not we see eye-to-eye on other issues, uh, this is paramount for the, this is the, the, the top issue for, for most of the residents of Lee, um, and whether we have differences of opinion on presidential candidates, or guns, or abortions, all of those things are not relevant, and we can build a coalition of people we don't have other things in common with and still be in coalition with them. That's, uh, that's actually really remarkable, Joshua. On the ground in the world uh, really has been a, a, a thought that I've had is how water is ultimately the most unifying. I, I call it the most intersectional <laughs> uh, element. Um, and that's there's a beauty with that. There's a, actually a beauty in where can we dignify humanity with the tools to be alive and thrive. So water is essential, I, th- I think. And you're seeing it in that realm. You're seeing it in reality. So currently... The plans on the PCB dump is still a plan. Yeah. It's not a thing. It's not a done deal by any stretch of the imagination. What do you think are some next steps people can take uh, to effectively address the sitch 
over in Lee? Well, I'll just first say that it, while it's not a perhaps a done deal, work is, is certainly underway to lay the foundation for a dump. Okay, gotcha. Um, so so there's actual action there's being actual taken. There's actual action on the ground, and, and GE contractors are doing work on the ground. That that doesn't. The big issue right now is that the that um, some of my neighbors have challenged, uh, have pursued legal challenges, um, and they're they've uh, and so there are cases that are still being adjudicated in court. Yeah. Um, and until those cases are resolved. Uh, the the heart of the work for building the the dump, the dredging and dumping, that won't begin. But preparing the preparing the space has has certainly um, got underway. Okay. Um, so, so what can people do? What can people do? Uh-huh. Um, so uh, we just finished one uh, round of open comment period the EPA. Uh, but there is still an opportunity for people to uh, write to the EPA, and they can do that. Um, and there's a deadline of February 22nd, I believe. Is um, an extension being asked for, by the way? Isn't there a way to legally force an extension of the comment period? I do not know the answer to that, but... Uh, yeah, there's a comment period for the EPA's plan for implementing future projects or work relating to the cleanup of the Housatonic River and plans to uh, dump toxic threats PCB, PCB materials and lake. Um, and that is accepting comments through Wednesday, February 22nd. And you can email r one Housatonic. that's H-O-U-S-A, T O N I C at EPA dot gov. That's R one Hussatonic at EPA dot gov. If you um, if you actually forward me that information, I will put it out on the H two O social media that we have um, and discuss that. But why don't you say one more time that email address? Sure. That's R one Hussatonic at EPA dot gov. Okay. R one Hussatonic at epa.gov and is there where's the closest epa office and are they doing hybrid or zoom or are they there uh the meetings that they've held where there have been opportunities for public comments have been uh zoom and so it's been up so uh, you can go to the restaurant. What is this Zoom? I remember some kind of TV program up against Sesame Street. Zoom, 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 Zoom. Yeah. Can we actually get back into the people person part? Okay, but go ahead. So that's that's one way people can get involved. The okay. second way I would say is um, trying to draw media attention and political attention. People need to be writing to their elected officials. Maura Healy, our governor, was um, silent. If not, uh, Maura, uh, I'm asking her general. if she's listening. Go ahead. So, so good. I, I, I personally talked with her about this. She, she, about the dump in the plans for the dump in Lee. And she seemed to be ignorant at the time when she was running for governor. Um, even though her, her office was involved in some of the issues to make it more difficult for the residents of Lee to challenge these plans. Have so you? That that's that's first of all. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time of 
picking up the phone or however you communicated with her and taking that on, that's really, you're holding yourself accountable here around making a difference. And I, I, I really do acknowledge that. Um, one thing I, I was wondering, um, Deval Patrick, former governor, mm. used to live in Richmond. Uh, yeah. He's a Berkshire County a resident, I believe, still. Um, uh-huh. And have you asked him? No, I, 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 that's not somebody who I've reached out to. I know that when other candidates came through for governor during the last election, uh, came through Lee or elsewhere in the Berkshires, um, or politicians have come through Lee, we have uh, found people, uh, including myself, have organized to do either protests or to um, ask questions of the candidates. So when Ben Downing was this year in Lee, that happened when uh, there was a press conference in Lee about opening up the Eagle Mill. There were people with signs there. The next thing that I would say that people should do is try to get media attention. Yes, uh, that's, uh, yeah, great, yeah. I, um, you like, know, like, uh, this, like this podcast, like this podcast here, but we also need, we need national attention. Um, this is, we need national attention and we need local attention. Yeah. Um, the next, the other thing is that this is not just an issue about Lee. This is an issue for all of Berkshire County that's along the Rusatonic River. Um, and I would say that's also especially true for our neighboring town in Lenox. Um, because the site is really on the border with Lenox and Lenoxdale, um, and we've seen very little activism, and, and, and we need to see from the people from the from the town of Lenox. Um, for example, there's there's a school that's pretty close by to the dump site, the Montessori School, the Berkshires, where my children went to school there when they were younger, um, and and the distance between there and the dump is scary to me. I mean, I I'm scared about what the health risks are to my children mm-hmm, of being. Mm-hmm. Uh, such a dangerous toxic dump. Yeah. I want to just have a moment of silence with that. And if you could just repeat yourself that one last sentence. What's your major, well, cons- um, what's your major concern? I'm concerned about my, my children's future so and their health. What was interesting in that story that I'll share is that um, I, was dry- I wrote a letter to the editor last week of the Berkshire Eagle about uh, trying to encourage the EPA to stop the plans for the dump. And on my, on my drive home, driving my children home from school that afternoon, um, we, were reci- we, we were recalling what we did for the day. And I told them about how I had a, a, a letter, to the, and yes, letter, letter to the editor public. And so my six-year-old and eight-year-old it upon themselves with their own initiative to write letters as well and um, I could tell you that uh, that for example my, my eight-year-old daughter said that she was able to get it she said that my, my dad tells me that um, that the dump poses a risk of cancer of causing cancer and I don't want to get cancer and neither do my friends and can't you build the can't you put the, the, the chemical somewhere away from civilization? I think if an eight year old can get this that simply, um, yeah. then the rest of us can as well. Absolutely. You know, there was a really great film also with Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington. Woohoo! Um, it was a movie called Philadelphia. 
and uh, Denzel Washington is playing this kind of lawyer who kind of grudgingly takes on the case and he has this great line and it says like explain it to me like a six year old Mm -hmm. how what you did means that so it's uh, it's amazing uh, that you you bring that forth and yeah one of the things I'm going to talk to you about offline is uh, creating a water poster contest for the region uh coming through coming through uh schools and uh, Mm. art local artists yeah yep but that's uh that's for a different moment and uh, again for our water loving listeners you're listening to and so it flows your only show for h2o available every tuesday at 2 p.m here wtbr 89.7 89.7 FM Pittsfield Community Radio. That's WTBRFM.com on your website. You could live stream. You could also pick it up on podcast through Stitcher, Amazon Audible, Apple Music, and Google Podcasts. Look for and so it flows. All you know, separate words A N D S O I T F L O-W-S, you could put in Leslie Gabriel if you want to Google the whole spiel, but And So It Flows podcast would be fine. Um, super excited to have with us today, uh, for the next couple of minutes anyway, Joshua Bloom, who has uh, seen a blooming of uh, democ- you know, democracy in action across, across the board, and uh, more power to water. You know, what I find really interesting and I want to drop with is um, the timing of the Rest of River Agreement. Uh, just why don't we talk about the timing briefly. When did that actually happen? So that happened about uh, three years ago. And, and that, was, that was one of my points that I made to the EPA, which is that... Um, Back in... Can you tell us the time, like when? Like, uh, let's get uh, specific. When was it? I don't have that information. Was it Was it in March 2020? Am I Am I off on that? Or? That sounds about right, but I, I don't have that information. Okay, so, okay, so that's what I heard. I don't know if that's the case uh, 100%, but that's what I heard. And that was a time of extreme, uh, extr- uh, extreme moment. Uh, in time, it was I think post post lockdown, and um, anyway, I wanted to bring that to the forefront. Again, Joshua Bloom, thanks for being with us. You're an amazing yeah. man, great father, uh, amazing kinds of uh, social entrepreneurism coming from your space. I'll be back in communication, and thanks for joining our show and sharing your story. Thank you for having me. You're very, very welcome. Very welcome. Yeah, you're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. So psyched to be here with you. Let's see what we got. We got some more music coming your way, but we're going to check to see our connection on our Wi-Fi to make sure we're all good. Make sure everything's working before we start the next song. 
Here we go. And Spotify. Uh, you can like the And So It Flows. Um, the And So It Flows tunes that we have. Uh, it's a playlist. All kinds of water, watery stuff. And it's currently 2.55. We'll be with ourselves for another couple of minutes. What do we got? Um, I am looking for a cool tune to end the show with. And we're going to go down here. Oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be really, really, really good. This is Ocean Avenue. Yellow card uh, from the Ocean Avenue album. Uh, actually, the song is Ocean Avenue and the, the band is Yellow Card. Here we go. And so it flows. Your only show for H2O.
I'm your super waterman ambassador for water. Be with you next week. Check us out. It's all about the water. Gotta love you. Gonna send you some waves and ripples and sprinkles and splashes and some steam. Bring it on. In the abundance of water, the fool will get thirsty. thirsty.